Now, you have heard how it was for us then, how the people patiently waited for the return of two strong men, how it was that they designed a way of keeping the memories of each in the memory of all, how it was that they designed a great celebration for each return of light celebration. Now know that patient waiting sometimes comes to fruitful end, for as the early winter circles to the south grew greater with each succeeding circle, so one year did five go out, yet seven return. And this is the way of it. Five who asked for and were given responsibility for this early winter circle took their first direction as south and also east in this manner. They described with their feet a broader circle than the winter before. In this manner, learning the nature of the land as a gradual progression from winter to winter. Each day they walked this circle. They crested every hill in eager anticipation of what might lie beyond. And if no image of four legs divided between two persons greeted their sweeping gaze, this much was so. Each crested hill gave them access to new understanding of the nature of earth on the southward pathway. Eager eyes sought the new location which the people might from time to time require on their slow march to the south. And so, as they sought their two strong brothers, they also sought tomorrow's home. They learned accessibility of water and fertile earth for encouraged seeds, shelter from the winter winds and the probable path of rain met with earth that may undercut the staunchest support pole. And in this manner, nothing was lost on their southern march and much inevitably gained so that more than one purpose also came to be the manner of the people. Now, during this winter, as I've told you, those who walked south were five, yet those who returned were seven. This is how it happened. Having reached the furthest southern point on the earth circle they walked, these five young men began arching circle north, north toward their home place, north north toward the people, yet such is the nature of circles that this circle was also west. And in this manner, these five walked closer than ever before to the never-ending mountains. Each crested hill found eager eyes gazing south, searching for four legs divided between two persons, yet none was seen day after day. Feet turned west as well as north. These five watched the southern path and searched the westward mountains with unrewarded eyes, save that they learned with each glance more than they knew before. Yet it began to seem that their northern journey would soon also turn east, returning to that manner, returning in that manner to the people with no more of earth's two legs than had left the people many days before. Then it was that they crested the highest hill yet found, one sitting close against the mountains. This was to be their westernmost point. Clearly, too, it was their highest. So with eager eyes, each young man crested this westernmost hill and searched the land of the south. Who among them would be the first to see four legs dance the far horizon under two separate beings? And then it was that the first hill crester 
breathed a sorrowful sigh, and as he turned his eyes toward the path home, shared his thoughts with his brothers. It would seem, he said, that we must return once more in disappointment, for surely these eyes see no moving image to the south, which may become two strong men as they approach, and so I turned these eyes north and also east, beginning within myself the song of return, with which we will share all that we have learned with the whole people. For surely, even if we bring no returning brothers, we bring new learning of new possibilities to the south. And his eyes also swept north and also east. He paused in his speech for a meaningful time and then began again, Cease your fruitless searching of the south, my brothers, for I tell you now you will gain little from it. And as they grumbled their wish to search further one last time, he added, Cease your fruitless searching to the south, my brothers, for it is ill-directed. These eyes can, I think, assure you nothing will be gained, for these eyes tell me that our two lost brothers precede us to the north, and if we do not hurry, they may reach our home place before these ten feet can catch them. Then all turned, and one by one, as their eyes separated from the land beyond two moving forms with two legs each beneath, shouted joyously, and a much tumbling down the hill in that general direction. Then ten feet did indeed move quickly enough that hill by crested hill. Four other feet were not so far ahead until at last... Four ears heard the joyous shouting and ceased their forward progress until ten feet and four became at least twice seven on the earth, forming the circle of mutual recognition, and this was the way of it. What had been learned to the West was slowly shared as to as what had been learned to the south was shared. Yet these many feet together sought the homeward path so eagerly that little enough was learned before the last nestling hill was crested and where we are now lay below, that these many, many eager eyes might see it. Then I tell you, now there was no small celebration. This will be, someone said, the greatest turning of the earth circle we have yet known. And in this there was no disagreement, for this was the year when nearly all the people chose the circle to the west for their individual learning.